Welcome to the Overcoming PTSD podcast. My name is Kayleen, and usually my partner Brad and I come on and talk about all things PTSD and healing, but today I wanted to pull a session from our Recovery Secrets archive to share with you. In this session, you'll hear Brad and me explore the foundational principles of trauma processing as part of a five-day live processing boot camp we created for our Recovery Secrets members, which can be accessed through our membership in the bonus program section. I hope you enjoy today's clip, and I'll see you next time. All right, we are live here. Welcome everyone to our daily secrets, our Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching. <laughs> it is so good to be here with you on this Monday morning, and it is the start of our first ever Processing Bootcamp Week. So I'm so excited to be here with you today to start this week out. If you're going to be joining us live, feel free to say hey in the chat box there, and we can welcome you. Of course, at the end of our session today, we'll do a Q&A. As always, we have a great week for you planned this week. So for those of you who aren't aware, this is going to be our first Processing Bootcamp Week. So really what we're going to focus on this week is processing, right? So the three pillars of recovery are mastering your mindset, building unbreakable routines and processing your past. So this week is all focused on processing your past. And then next week, we'll get back to a more of a rotating schedule in regard to talking about mindset and routines and relationships and processing and addictions and tools and all sorts of stuff like that. So I'm excited to jump in. This lovely man to my right here is... Brad, it's great to be here. Great to see everybody here this morning. Um, hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I had an awesome weekend. Um, and yeah, this is our processing boot camp, our first one. And this week we're talking about protectors. So by the end of this week, you will have an, an amazing foundation for processing as a whole, and you'll have in-depth knowledge on what I think is, I used to not think this as Kaylee and I were <laughs> discussing last night, but what I now think after a really, really mastering it to the level that I have the most, I think it's the most powerful tool for processing, especially when you start to bring in these different el different elements to it. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. And at the end of the week, you're going to know how to do protectors to heal the root of your trauma, how to identify that, how, how to get into in touch with kind of the subconscious feelings and emotions that trauma has, has brought up and heal it in a safe way. And that's one of the beautiful things about protectors is that it's, it's non-invasive. It's you get to go at your, your own pace, right? And by nature, you go by your own pace. Um, so you're going to learn how to do that. And at the end of it, you're going to know everything you need to know to get started. And that's, that's an exciting fact. So, um, make sure to show up each day to, you know, we're going to build on each day. So make sure you keep, you keep up with the boot camp. Um, so you're, today we're, today we're covering, uh, the, the foundations and the mindset, um, and principles of processing in general. And then tomorrow we're going to dive into more of the specifics of protector work, but each we're going to assume that, you know, you know, the day before the two days before. So make sure, um, just to keep up with the content and you're going to do awesome. But this week is going to be, if you don't know protectors, it's going to be transformational for you just to know this tool to be able to have something to really get to the root because most people with PTSD don't have any tools whatsoever, right? They're like, you're yeah. basically floundering yeah. around and dependent on somebody else to, you know, fix you and save you. But this is going to be the real, uh, the first real processing tool that we teach in uh, Recovery Secrets here. Uh, we did talk about introspective healing in the past, but this is going to be the first real deep healing one. So I'm excited to do this. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's great to see all of you guys this morning. That's not the F word I thought you were going to use when you said flounder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're basically floundering around. 
Oh. <laughs> no, no, right. no. Uh, so welcome, Larry. Welcome, Mimi. Welcome, Jen. Welcome, Lorena. Welcome, Helene. Welcome, Tony. Welcome, Judy. Great to have each and every one of you here with us today. Like Brad said, this is going to be an awesome, awesome tool. Welcome, Jeanette. For those of you who have not used this tool before or are unfamiliar with this tool, what I want you to do is lean in to the content, come into this week with an open mind. We're going to talk about a mm-hmm. lot of different things. Uh, this tool specifically, for some people, can take a little bit of a lean, a little bit of an open mind. And you know, we want you to try try it. You know, we want you to listen. We want you to try it. We want you to kind of follow the process that we lay out as well as keep that independence in your healing and be that independent healer. Mm -hmm. You know, so even if you've heard, you know, tools similar, maybe you've learned or or worked with tools similar in the past for the, the rare cases where that is true. Again, we want you to lean in. We want you to trust the process and try it. And, uh, And it's going to be great, right? Because we're starting the processing with, you know, the processing bootcamp, basically with a mindset session here, because the pillars of recovery apply, right? The pillars of recovery, master your mindset, building unbreakable routines and processing your past. Now, we don't ever just jump straight into processing your past, which is why Brad said we are going to expect you to know the information that comes early in the week. So we're going to expect you to know Monday and Tuesday when we're talking about what we're talking about on Wednesday, okay, and so on and so forth, right? So we don't ever jump straight into processing because if we straight if we jump straight into processing without setting the right foundation, we're not going to set you up for success. So we want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success by following kind of what we're going to talk about here today and making sure your foundations are strong moving into this. Mm-hmm. Now, like Brad said, this is a non-invasive tool. It's a great tool to start with. It's a really, really powerful tool. And I mean, to be honest with you, it's a very wholesome tool. It's a lot of fun actually to use. It's very interesting. It's like great dialogue to have. You know, if you're listening with a partner, you talk about this with a partner or a friend. It's so, so, so interesting. It's going to give you such a deep understanding of yourself and others. And of course, going to give you that deep healing. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, we have to set the right foundations. So Brad, do you want to tell us why it's important to set the right foundations? Yeah. If if (laughs) you, it'll be self-evident once we go through these things um, in, in in a large way, why setting down the foundations is so important. Um, but there's so much more that goes into processing than just the tool itself. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is, is, is the mindset, right? Because you can know a tool, but never implement it. You can know a tool, but not know what to expect and be too afraid to use it. You might know a tool, but you might not be consistent enough and use it enough to get the result you want. And that one's a common one. That's a very common one where, you know, you see that with, with people going to therapy sometimes with when, when it's the right there, when you have the right fit, right. When you have the right therapist, the right modality, um, the last kind of problem there is like, you don't do enough of it, right. You don't do enough of it or you don't go far enough with it. Um, so you like, so if you're not consistent with it or you don't do it enough, you're not going to heal. Um, so all these things, having the right mindset going into it is essential. And really at the end of the day, it's like the only thing, right. And at the beginning of our journey, the only thing that we had was our mindset, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That was the only thing. We didn't have the tools. We didn't have the skills. We didn't have the routines. We didn't have anything in place. We basically had the mindset of like, okay, this is the goal, full, full recovery. Okay. We're not going to accept anything less than full recovery. This is the goal. We're never going to lower the standard. How do we achieve it? And also we're never going to give up, right? No matter how hard it gets. And at, at the at its essence, that is the mindset. Like if you have this goal for recovery, you don't have to know the path. You don't have to know everything. You'll figure it out as long as you don't give up and you 
keep getting back up. You know, it, it doesn't mean that we were perfect every step of the way and that we were constantly, consistently making progress every single day, but, um, we kept moving forward and we never gave up on ourselves. So those are all the reasons why having the right mindset going in is so important. It's easy to overlook, but, um, vital, 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 vital. Cause you'll have moments where, uh, just like when you, when you first start processing, it can bring up a lot of emotions. It can be uh, a little scary if you don't know what to expect. If you know what to expect, it's not scary. That's mindset. So like when you start processing, it can bring up some, some emotions that maybe you haven't felt for a long time. Um, that's part of the process. And if you don't have the right mindset, you might back away from that. Or those emotions might take you, it might take you a day to process. It might take you a few days. It might take you a few weeks. I had something that took me like a month and a half to really work through. Um, and that was one of my biggest, if not my biggest trauma. I had to work at it consistently every single night for a month and a half. Um, so if I just gave up after it got hard, I never would have gotten that result. So that mindset is, it's almost everything. It's almost everything when you're going through this. Also, when when learning the skill, it's a skill, right? And just like when riding a bike, you don't get on a bike for the first time and just, you know, do a tour de France, you know, <laughs> like when you're five years old and get on a bike, you got training wheels, right? So you start off slow and then maybe you, you like you do that for a while and then you take the training's wheel, training wheels off and you fall 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 and you eventually get it. And then you get better and better. And then you graduate up to a, a gear bike, you know, like whatever they Those have now, six, <laughs> 36 gear bikes, right, whatever they're 21 the brakes gears. are on the handlebars yeah, instead you got of the reverse. brakes up there. Right. Then, Remember that transition? Yeah, yeah. And That's then you're, a big transition. you go up hills and downhills and maybe you go mountain biking or something off trail. But the point of that is skills develop, right? In the beginning, everybody sucks, right? When learning anything new, everybody sucks. And that's something that, you know, as we grow older, as adults, we seem to forget. And it it feels harder to suck. It does. <laughs> you know, because we, really we, we want to be great at everything. But in this process, having the mindset of being humble, again, is so important. And knowing it's, it's going to take time to build the skill. Protectors is a skill, just like riding a bike. If you if you go in expecting everything to be perfect or you to do it the, the like perfectly the first time you do it, that's a completely unreasonable belief. It's completely unreasonable to expect yourself to be perfect as something the first time you're trying something. So having the right mindset going in and being like, okay, this is a skill. I'm going to develop this skill over time. And I'm going to be consistent with that. That is how you're going to be successful. And, you know, same thing with us. It's like when we first started learning these tools and developing these tools, they, they were very, very simple and they got more and more complex as we developed, as we like, uh, expanded our knowledge on the tool, um, and our knowledge within ourselves. And that's another thing too, is that you expand the knowledge within yourself. So all of this is a process and without the right mindset, you're going to quit early, right? So mindset is, you know, I like this. It's almost everything. Obviously you need the tools. Obviously you need everything else, but it's, it's something that can be easily overlooked because if you don't have it, you're not, because it's not the thing, right? Like everybody wants like, Oh, give me the tool. Give me the thing that's going to solve everything magically. And when we say, Oh, it's going to, it's probably going to take a long time. It's probably going to be a little bit painful and you're not, you're not going to be perfect. (laughs) 
It's like nobody wants that. If you well, tell somebody, hey, this is what it takes. One of the things I think is really cool about this tool is that there there really is no right or wrong. And that's why this this tool is is great for, I mean, it's great for so many different reasons. One, it's non-invasive. You can start really, really simple with it and you can get more and more complex. And so what we're going to be talking about throughout this week is how to start simple and then how to build on that if and kind of when you're ready to build on that. It also starts very, very non-invasive. And then what you can do with this tool, which I love, is choose how much emotion basically you want to bring into it. Mm -hmm. So you can start from... And I say this not in like a dissociative way, but in in a good way, you can start in a detached state. Mm -hmm. You can start in a state where you're not all intertwined and charged with actually doing this processing. So what's cool about this is if you so choose to do it this way, and this is how I'd recommend starting out, you can kind of detach from certain things and do that processing in the way in in a, a very safe non-invasive way and then as you get better and better as you build this skill more and more you can decide when you want to be a little bit more attached right and a little bit less detached and how much emotion you want to let in and you can expand this process and so this is a tool that can grow as your skill level grows which is really really cool because some of you here have done it before some of you are brand new and and this is going to be a, like it's wild to hear it at first and it's wild to try it at first. Right. So some of you are brand new and it's going to be all this new information. And then some of you have been doing this a while and you can, you can start to add more idiosyncrasies and get a little bit more complex. But the cool thing about this is there really is no right or wrong. And we're going to teach you basically some boundaries, some guidelines to, to keep you on the right track. Right. And I want you to think of us like we're bumpers at the bowling alley. Right. So we're going to give you those bumpers. So you kind of stay in the lane and get to that goal of, you know, the, the end zone there, the pins. Right. Uh, and as long as you stay in those lanes and now the lane is still pretty wide. Okay. There's still a lot of room to kind of move around there. You are going to be on the right track. Now, the last thing I want to say about the pillars before we jump into more about this processing mindset, right? Is the pillars themselves, there's three pillars, right? Let me know in the chat box there what the three pillars are. I've said it a couple of times already this 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 session here. So let me know what they are, right? <laughs> number one, here's here's your hint number one. Number one is mindset, right? And so mindset is the foundation of everything. Now the pillars build on each other. They build on each other. They're not solo. So Brad was talking about mindset is almost everything. And then he talked about right it took him about six weeks of consistently working at something until he was able to fully heal it. Okay. And so here are these first two pillars. The mindset is your foundation routines, building an unbreakable routine. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about healing routine, which we have in the past is going to cement that mindset into place then. And only then does processing come into play. Okay. So they build off of each other. They are steps. They're not next to each other. They are on top of each other. Okay. So I just wanted to kind of give you that visual because that's what we're going to be talking about here. And we're going to be talking about mindset and routines basically today. And then the rest of the week, we're going to be talking about processing, but understand that they do build on each other and you can't be successful with this processing mm -hmm. without these first two things, which is why we're spending a whole session on that here mm -hmm. today. Yeah. And we're going to do, we're going to do a, a review or well, a whole session, but uh, we're going to do mindset and then also do some reminders on the routines as well. But yeah. So Without further ado. All right. So <clears throat> processing mindset. So there's a, a bunch that goes into it. First of all, Jen, great job. Lena, great job. Okay. Yeah, Rack, great job. Pillars out there. In the future, if I ask that question, uh, you can just hit me with like a 
MRP. I know we've had that in the, in the past, right. right? A little bit faster and, you know, typing all that in MRP in there. All right. So when it comes to the processing mindset, there's a handful of things that we want to keep in mind. And this is going to apply specifically to the tool that we're teaching, as well as to other tools that we'll teach in regard to processing in the future. Right. And so in no particular order, we want to make sure that when we're doing our processing, we're focused. So we're giving our processing, whatever we're working with our full attention we want to make sure, now I'm going to rattle these off and then we'll talk more about them. We want to make sure that we're honest with ourselves and for what we're going to be talking about with this tool here, with our protectors, which will make more sense as we explain what that is. We want to make sure we have uh, a release of emotions. Now, this is also going to depend on how much you want to bring into it, okay? How much you want to bring in. That's going to grow as you do. You're going to be able to make that distinction for yourself as you continue to grow in this skill. We want to understand that there are a limited number of hours. I'm going to say this again. There are a limited number of hours that you have to do this processing. See where that mindset is coming into play there? You do not have to do this forevermore. There's a limited amount of stuff in there that you need to process. Now, you might have a lot of stuff in there. That's normal. That's okay but there is a limited amount of time that you will spend processing until you get to this point where you are fully healed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just understand that this is not a forever thing. It's going to feel like forever when you're in it, but it's not forever. Yeah. All right. In regard to that, well, we'll talk about goals in a second, right? Then we want to make sure that we're consistent. Okay. So here's that, that second pillar coming into play there. We want to make sure that we're consistent because we want to make sure that we're making steady progress. If we spend too much time in between, in between processing sessions, what's going to happen is we can kind of forget some information. We can lose a little bit of momentum and it doesn't mean you're not going to eventually get there, but we just want you to get there as basically as fast as possible, as reasonably fast as possible. And in, in a very, very wholesome way. And so the consistency is going to allow you to consistently make progress, keep your momentum, which is going to help you keep your motivation. And, and the more success, the more times you win, the more success that you have, the better you're just going to feel about all of it in general. Mm-hmm. Then we want to make sure we're patient. Okay. And this part, you already said sucks. So I'm going to say sucks again. This part sucks. Okay. Being patient. Now, especially with this tool we're going to teach, I'm going to highlight a couple of things that I've already talked about that are specifically going to be essential for the tool that we're going to teach this week. But we want to make sure that we're patient. You cannot rush this process. Now you can do a lot of work. The more work you put in, the faster you're going to get there. Yes. But still you cannot rush the process. Okay. You can, you can haul, you can, you can haul, <laughs> right. And you can do a ton of work, but you still cannot rush it. Yeah. And then the last thing is self-love, right? We want to make sure we're bringing positive self-talk. We want to make sure we're bringing self-love to the table with this processing and understand that pain and discomfort can be a good thing. It's okay to be a little uncomfortable. In fact, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to be encouraged to be a little uncomfortable. If you're a little uncomfortable, you're probably stumbling across the right things, right? So bring yourself that self-love, bring that self-talk into the equation just to say, Hey, it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to be uncertain. It's okay to be a little bit confused and just to trust the process. Bring that in big time because you're going to be doing a lot of work here. Some of which, you know, that self-love is going to be essential for, it's going to be an essential piece, but just in the whole processing process, bring that self-love in. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about goals in a second, but there, there are really three things that I want to point out 
that we're going to carry through the rest of the week specifically with this tool. Okay. So these are all things that we need for processing everything I just listed there. Right. But honesty, patience, and self-love are going to be three key essential elements for the tool that we're talking about, this protector tool for the rest of the week. So I want you to keep that in mind, honesty, patience, and self-love. Okay. And so what you're going to hear us talk about is getting in touch with your true self. So your true self is the you without all the pain, without the anxiety. It's your, your calm at peace self. Okay. Just like the purest version of you. Okay. And so honesty, patience, and self-love among other things are going to help you get in touch with that kind of, for lack of a better term, side of you, but that piece of you, that version of you, that true you, the core of who you are. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to use that core as a jumping off point for the work that we're going to be doing throughout the rest of this week when we're learning this tool. Mm -hmm. So regard to processing mindset, anything that we talked about here, do you have any, I mean, and any stories or any experiences that you'd like to share in regards to like all three? Yeah. Hundred percent. Great. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Oh, so That's many it. things to say. That's it. <laughs> any one of you have to any one of these things we could talk for uh-huh. a whole a whole episode. So um they're all so important. But I, I like how you broke it down into the the three, the honesty, the patience, and the self-love, right? That's it in a nutshell, right? And then so I, I'm gonna go through each one of those and kind of explain it in my way. Um because they're, they're all, they're all so essential. Uh, but honesty, honesty with yourself, right? If you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to be truly, you're not going to be able to deal or identify the true problem, right? One of the biggest things that prevents us from healing is us lying to ourselves or us deceiving ourselves or us pretending that something isn't there, whether it's an emotion or a thought or a feeling, whatever it is, we, we try to push it away and pretend like it doesn't exist or we don't want it. Right. So we have to be brutally, brutally honest. We have to be like, is, is this what I am honestly feeling? And if you're unable to bring that honesty forward at some point in your healing, that will prevent you from full recovery. Because if you're, if you're not being honest, you're not going to be able to be aware of the problem. Right. And if you're unaware of the problem, you can't solve the problem. So it all comes down to honesty. You need to be able to be honest with yourself. And that's just a, a foundational principle that you need to bring into your processing. But the beautiful part, the beautiful part about what we're going to be teaching you this week is that it's a processing tool that you are going to be able to use on your own. You don't have to be, you don't have to open your heart and you know share your soul to a complete stranger, right? And that's a hard, that's a very hard thing to do, especially, you know, when, and when I say stranger, I mean like a counselor, therapist, whatever, that's a very hard thing to do, to put your heart out there like that. But I'm not asking you to do that. I'm not asking to be honest to me or Kayleen or anybody or the community. I'm just asking you to be honest with yourself. You don't have to be honest with anybody else. You don't have to tell anybody else anything. You don't. To heal, you don't. But you need to be honest with yourself because if you're not honest with yourself, you can't solve the problem. So that's a big paradigm shift right there for a lot of people is like, because it's, it's usually so like therapist oriented, but this is, this is all about you, man. It's all about you being honest with yourself. If you're unable to be honest, you won't be able to heal period, 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 period. You cannot heal if you're not honest. And sometimes it's hard to be honest. A lot of times it is hard. And the reason why we're not honest 
is generally to protect ourselves from whatever reality we don't want to face. So it's easy for me to, you know, sit here and be like, you have to be honest, but when it really comes down to it, you have to make that challenging decision. But with the right tools, that decision will be much, much easier. It's still going to be, you're still going to have to, you know, <laughs> uh, use, use willpower, force, whatever. You're, you're still going to have to make that decision, but with the tools, it's going to be a lot easier. It's not going to be scary or anything like that. So honesty, right? It changed yeah. my life, changed my life when I was finally just drew a line in the sand and be like, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care if anybody else would judge me for this feeling, this emotion, this thought. I don't care about any of that. I just care if I'm being honest with myself. Am I being honest with myself? Because that, if I'm honest, I can solve the problem, right? So don't worry about what other people think. Other people aren't going to know and other people don't matter in this instance. It's all about you. It's about your healing. So it doesn't matter what other people would say, what other people would judge you or like, cause I had a big judgment. I, I was afraid of crying or letting emotions out um, or even admitting that I was angry, right? Because I was afraid of how other people would judge me or see me. Like I didn't want other people to see me as an angry person. So I pushed that part of me away and I, I didn't, I denied that I was angry. Right. But that was an emotion, a feeling. And there were thoughts associated with that as well, that I had to accept and be honest with myself be like, yes, I am angry. Right. I am angry. And this is what I think. And this is why I'm angry. And I had to like to go through that. And I had to let that all out for me to heal. And that unlocked the next layer. And I had to be honest about that. And I, that unlocked the next thing until it was all healed. Yeah. Hit us with an honesty in that chat box. A little honesty or, or true in the chat box there. Get a little engagement going, rock and rolling on this, yeah. on this sleepy Monday. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's, let's get it going in there. Honesty is super important. You said something to me and I don't know if you remember saying this. He said something along the lines. I remember laying in bed and you were like, I'm so grateful that you, and I forget the word that you use, but you like, and you were talking to me, that you are able to like genuinely reflect on your actions. And you, do you remember this? Yeah. Do you remember the word that you used or what exactly you said? No, no, but that's not, I mean, that sounds about right. Right. And yeah. so, so he had, he had like said to me because, <laughs> you know, we're, cause it's so painful. We're in a unique position not, yeah. where, you know, we are able to have these conversations and over the years we've done a lot of healing like together and kind of bounced ideas basically back and forth off each other. And so every now and then, you know, we would basically present each other with an idea or like if I saw a connection between maybe a certain emotion and a thing for him, I would say, Hey, like, you know, I've kind of seen this theme and, you know, maybe it's related to this because we know each other at that level. Mm -hmm. Right. So we were able to do that. And Brad was kind of really, instrumental in in doing that with me and, and pointing things out with me. And he never held back to say, Hey, is this because of this? Or, you know, maybe these two things are related yeah. and it, it never, ever hurt me. And he was kind of pointing that out. And he said, like, you know, I'm so grateful that I can say these things to you and, and you like just genuinely sit there and think about it. And you don't get defensive about it. You just genuinely mm -hmm. think about it. Cause I have absolutely no problem being honest with myself. If to, if I F up, right. Or if I do something wrong or if something is wrong, because if something is wrong, I want to fix it. And so I have no problem if he's going to point out that because I know, you know, at some point we, we 
figured out the tools and skills, but I know I have the tools and skills to fix it. Right. And so when we were having a lot of those conversations, it was like, wait a minute, is this a thing? Is that how I felt? Right. And are these things related? And like, okay, I'll look into it. Right. Mm -hmm. And if, if something's wrong, I'll fix it. Right. And that all comes down to honesty. I was not afraid to be honest with myself Mm -hmm. and to say, Hey, something is wrong here. Mm -hmm. Even if it's little, right. As you get further and further into the journey, there'll be smaller and smaller things. Yeah. Right. Or to say, Hey, you know what? This is a me problem. We got good at that in our relationship. You know, when, when we would have a disagreement or a fight or whatever, you know, we got good at each saying "Mm, that's, this is a me thing. Yeah. Right. And that feels really good. <laughs> yeah. And that's what allows you to solve. Yeah. If it's your emotion, it's a you thing. Right. At the end of the day, whose emotion is it? <laughs> it's like, you're the one who has to deal with it one way or another. But let me, I like what you got going here. People typing in honesty. I would, I want to go one step further with that. And I want people to type you to type or write down. If you're not comfortable typing, I will be honest with myself. Right. I will be honest with myself. I want to get that in the chat or written down on a piece of paper. It doesn't matter to me, but I will be honest with myself throughout this process. Right. All right. You ready to move on to what about we make another tweak and I am honest with myself. We start to put that in the present, whatever feels good for you in that. Regard, <laughs> there you go. Right. Just some options. I call her the one upper. She one ups me all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I do that. And I know, I don't always mean to, and, and some people see it in a different way. Right. Cause uh, like what so, someone will be like, you know, it's, it's, it's so nice out tonight. I'll be like, Oh, it's beautiful out. Yeah. It's fantastic out. Right. Yeah. Now I'll just like up the language, but it's just cause I'm excited. It's not because, it, yeah. but in this case it is cause I want to one up you. Okay. And so, uh, before we kind of wrap up our foundations, right. So we've just kind of talked about some of the things I want you to keep in mind going into this, this week, this processing week, right. That honesty, that focus, understanding there's a limited number of hours, understanding it is okay to have some discomfort and to have a little bit of pain. It is okay. Pain is your friend. Pain is telling you what needs to be worked on. That's okay. You can lean into that. Hmm. Releasing emotions is important and it can come into play as much or as little as you want. And again, that can grow as your skill does. All these things can change as your skill does. You want to make sure that you have that consistency to keep that momentum and you want that patience and that self-love and that self-talk to really come into play, right? So the three kind of key elemental things we talked about for this tool here, honesty, patience, and self-love, okay? So those are the things I want you to bring throughout the rest of the week. Now, one more thing in regard to mindset that I want to cover before we move into our Q&A here is the goal of all of this, the goal of all of this. Now, not this isn't specifically the goal of the protector work, although the protector work is going to help you achieve this goal. Uh, you know, there, there's a couple of goals I want you to be aiming for. We talked about, I think it was last week, maybe it was the week before. Does anyone remember, and you can just type it in the chat box there, does anyone remember how many hours of processing we had set as kind of your, your goal. Cause when you get to that number, you're going to be a different person. Anyone remember how many hours of processing? It's a nice round number. Nice, Jen. Nice, nice, Mimi. Awesome. Awesome job. 100 hours. So in regard to, you know, everyone's going to be a little bit different in regard to how they want to track goals and how they want to think about their goals. For me, that was something that was awesome. Okay, 100 hours, mm-hmm. like, great. Okay, now I can chip away at that number. That gives me something to focus on, mm-hmm. right? 
but a hundred hours is going to help you get to more goals. And the ultimate goal with processing is to fully process your past. But the big question is, what does that mean? Right. And so we have a couple of kind of guidelines for how to know when your past is fully processed, but I want to just lay one out in front of you because this is going to be the most obvious and most important. And it's that your past no longer negatively affects your present, but specifically you no longer get triggered, right? So you know when something is fully processed, when things that might've triggered you in the past no longer trigger you. And so I, that's kind of, I just want to put that out there is that's what you're starting to aim for because mm-hmm. you can start to actually see progress in that area, which is really, really neat before ne- you necessarily get to everything else that, you know, we kind of list in regard to your, your, you being fully healed. So you're going to, you're going to see progress all along, whether you're chipping away at that number of getting to 100 hours, or you're starting to notice that, you know, certain things trigger you less or you're triggered less often or don't trigger you. And it's, it's not going to be straightforward in that regard. It's sometimes also going to happen in waves, right? So just understand that that, and again, this is why mindset is so important. Understand that that can happen. You can like rock and roll and then, you know, something doesn't trigger you as badly. And then as you continue processing, cause you're not fully there yet, you know, it can, it can hurt even more you know, and then it can kind of go away completely. So it comes in waves. Everyone's experience is different, but those are the things that I want you to think about in regard to goals and what Brad, I think may talk about next, just before we move into our Q and a is having some sort of way to track those goals. Now it could just be a journal, how much processing you're doing or what kind of progress that you made with that processing tool. It could be a uh, chart, right? It could just be, you have a hundred hours written somewhere and each time you chip away at that, you, you lower that number. It can be anything that you want, but tracking it is going to help you stay on track. It's going to help you make sure that you are chipping away at that goal, right? If you don't see that number change, or, you know, you don't see, you're not starting to chip away at those journal pages, Mm -hmm. you know, that you need to change something in regard to your routines. Yeah. It's accountability for you, right? When, whenever I did one-on-one coaching with people, for processing. And that's only when I, that's the only time I ever do one-on-one coaching is if they know the processing tools, because that's where I can have the, uh, the biggest impact, you know, giving feedback on, on certain things with processing, um, found, you know, right around that hundred hour mark. That's where people had the biggest breakthrough, right? Um, for some people it was like 94. Some people it was like, you know, 112. But I remember like, this is weird, you know, like right around the hundred hour mark, people are starting to get all of these concepts. They're coming together and they're resolving some of their biggest traumas. Right. Um, And then from there, it doesn't mean everything is perfect. You know, it doesn't mean you're fully recovered, but you have everything down. You know exactly what you need to do. You have the motivation. You solved your biggest problem. You have all of that momentum moving forward. Um, And honestly, like basically you can live, live again for most people. They're like, and when I say biggest breakthrough, someone said, I feel like I had, I've had a spiritual awakening. So like when I say it's not like fully recovered, it's, it's you, you get a lot of work done, but there's, there's two sides of this, right? You can't just be putting in time to, you know, like put in time. So you, it needs to be focused time. You need to be focusing on the right thing. What? No, go ahead. Was it this? No, I have a joke after. My Italian? No, after. Okay. <laughs> My 25% Italian is coming through, I guess. <laughs> um, 
you have to be focusing on the right thing. It can't just be any time. It has to be focused on, um, now I'm so conscious of this. <laughs> um, you do that before me either. Um, it has to be focused with the right tool on the right memory until that memory is down. But what we're going to do, we're not going to dive not, into not only memories, right? The, the right yeah, thing yeah. that you're focused on the right trauma. Um, we're not going to go through all the tracking right now. We're going to do that at the end of the week. Um, so after you know this tool, we're, I'm going to go through like a tracking sheet that you can go through to track your progress and just make sure you're on track, make sure you're focused and everything like that. Um, I, I totally lost my flow. No, sorry. So, so <laughs> what Brad's talking about in regard to this hundred hours and it being your biggest breakthrough, that doesn't mean you're not going to see a ton of progress and a ton of change before then. I don't want to point that out too right? Because you're going to be making progress all the way up to this hundred hours. For some people, it's very quick. For other people, it takes a little bit longer. It totally depends on a a ton of different things, including focus, including. So what I was going to say, when you said like a hundred hours, you're not just putting time in for the sake of putting time in, you're not getting paid hourly. Okay. You're getting paid by getting the job done. This is not an hourly job where you just have to sit there for a hundred hours and you get that paycheck at the end, no matter what. Okay. This is, you have to get the job done. You have Mm -hmm. to go in and do the processing. It's a hundred hours of processing. Okay. So, and again, you're going to see a lot of progress before that point too. So I just wanted to point those couple things out there. That's what I was going to say before you got me going with this. I don't know what (laughs) you got yourself going. I got me going somehow. You, I don't know you, whatever. Uh, I was going to say a golfer, like a, like a, just an amateur golfer who may golf multiple times per week, but they never see an improvement in their scores because they're just playing for fun, right? They're not being deliberate about improvement. So if you want to get the most out of it, I like the hourly things. Like you're not getting paid by the hour. Like you get paid for getting the job done Like you get in, you get it done. Um, and it has to be deliberate focused time it has to be deliberate. Um, but we're going to go through a tracking sheet with a hundred hours. That should be everybody's goal. Once you know this tool, once you know the tools, 100 hours, that is the goal. And you want to stay consistent with that. You want to track that. And it should be motivating. You know, it's like to have that first benchmark of being like, okay, I have something to work work towards, right? Um, incredibly, it should be incredibly motivating to be like, wow. And like, if you put in that deliberate focused 100 hours, you can, you can split that up any way you want. You could do an hour a day. You could do two hours a day. You could do five hours a day. You could do one hour a day and then five hours a day on weekends. You, know, you can do whatever you want to fit to really move the needle on that. Yeah. And that's where it comes into play in regard to you get to go at your own pace, mm. right? So some people are maniacs, right? And I mean this in a loving way, of course, because I'm myself included here and are going to do a hundred hours in two weeks, you know, and then some people are going to do 30 minutes a day consistently for months. Mm. That's it doesn't matter. It, 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 whatever works well for you is going to work best for you. Okay. So there's where you need to kind of have that independence. Right. And so like Brad said, you, you can vary this, you can do 30 minutes a day and then you can do six hours on the weekends, you know, or to a one hour on the weekend. It, mm-hmm. it's a, it really doesn't matter. All that matters is that you're consistent and it works well for you and you're able to put that time into it. Yep. But anyways, we're getting off into the weeds here. I'm going to bring it back. Unless there's something last No, I'm, I'm ready to move into our Q&A. I'm going to bring it back to the three things, right? Honesty, patience, self-love, right? 
So again, I want in, in the ch- chat box, you can say, I am honest or I, I will, I'll just say, I will, I want everybody to say, I will be honest with myself. I will be patient with myself and I will love myself through this process. Oh, how wholesome. That made yeah. me feel good just to hear it. Yeah. I'll, I will be Should honest I- with myself. I will be patient with myself. I will love myself through this process. And those, like, if you can get that foundation, um, for the mindset, if that's what you take out of this, you're going to be hit, hitting the ground running. You're going to be able to stay consistent with things. You're going to be kind th- to yourself when you're feeling pain. You're going to be kind to all the different, I, when you learn this week, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> like it's such an incredible, incredible tool. Um, but you're going to be able to be kind to all, all the different parts within yourself. And even when you're being brutally honest, so it's bring that forward, write that down. We've got a bunch of them in here. Do you see Larry's clutch pushed in ready for a slow release? I love that, Larry. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. All right. So we're going to move into our Q and a y'all keep rocking on that. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them again. This is the foundation of everything that we're going to be covering this week. So I'm not going to even tell you what we're covering this week. Cause it's not going to make sense until we no, actually it cover it. Um, <laughs> but you can look forward to a, a, a more processing content. Again, the found mm-hmm. everything's going to build off of itself until by the end of the week, after all these sessions, you're going to know how to use and implement this tool in a really, really cool, wholesome way. And you're even going to have room to make it when you're ready for it, to take the training wheels off, to make it more complex, uh, to fit your, where you're at in this process Mm -hmm. as well. It's going to be awesome. So yeah, tomorrow we're going to be talking about kind of the foundations of protectors, right? So kind of like the general overall theory. And then later throughout the week, we're going to go through some some kind of basic healing techniques. And at the end of the week, we're going to go through some advanced healing techniques using protectors. So um, if you've never done this before, you're going to get the whole thing. If you have done this before, it's going to be a great refresher and you'll probably pick up a few mm-hmm. new things that you haven't heard before, uh, which is going to be awesome because we're, we're going to dive into kind of those most more advanced uh, topics as well. Lower rat here. Everyone is doing amazing. Ella, Judy, Helene, Nancy, Barbara, Bonnie, Lena, Jen, Mimi, Larry, Everyone, amazing, amazing job. Amazing job with all this interaction, with saying those things, with putting that stuff out. Tony, that's amazing. Again, each and every one of you here, fantastic job. Fantastic. Oh, I love it. I love it. I had a lot of fun in BT Live doing stuff like that. That's yeah, how we came yeah. up with like, I'm the wolf. It's good. Yeah. I love the lag and it's stuff like that. It's good stuff. Awesome. You all feel right. it. If you I, have mean- any, I feel it. If you have any questions, feel free to get them in. So Barbara sharing sometimes takes me a bit of time to find the honesty underlying my actions. I've started to ask myself, what is my intention in having this dialogue? Uh, Shock horror. I realized I was angry, almost inviting a fight to be able to vent my anger instead of saying I'm angry about dot, dot, dot up front an ongoing learning process for me. Barbara, this is an amazing moment. Okay. Because it's, it's a really powerful moment because sometimes it's hard to kind of swallow the pride and swallow the ego and say, you know what? I'm picking this fight instead of doing the more healthy thing that I know that I should be doing. (laughs) Okay. 
And that's hard. It's hard to do. That's the harder thing to do. The default is just to, to feel and let those emotions kind of run the show there. So yeah. that's an amazing, amazing thing. And I want you to know that you're not alone in that. Okay. And we've had plenty of moments like that. And it's, it's hard to, you know, express. And we've had to do this, you know, with each other and just say, Hey, like in a very calm way, just say, Hey, I'm angry with you right now. And then to talk about it instead of to let that anger take yeah. control. And it is so much more wholesome at the end of that conversation. I can promise you. And what I think is beautiful. I mean, depending on, you know, what your you know, you can do anger in a lot of different ways. It could be journaling. It could be going for a walk. It could be exercising. It could be having a conversation with a partner or a friend. If, if that, you know, kind of all works out is that, um, you know, what's cool about that is you, you, you grow in that you heal in that you become a better version of yourself for doing that. And if a relationship is involved, the relationships gets better because of that and can grow closer because of that. You know, so what I used to think about specifically to our relationship was, okay, I either feel this anger and I let this anger out at him. I lash out at him in some sort of way or subtle ways. You know, it doesn't have to be yelling and screaming to be angry. Right. Uh, <laughs> or if you want examples, just ask. I'm or, more than happy. Sure. Or I say, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? I'm really angry and here's why. And we have a conversation. And so option one draws us very far apart and creates a lot of turmoil. Okay. And it, it gets me the opposite result of what I want. Cause I want calm and peace in our relationship. I want to be loved and be able to express love and just be able to move forward as a team. So option one is going to draw me apart. Option two, although it's going to be uncomfortable, it's not what I want to necessarily do. It's going to allow me to get my desired outcome, which is we're able to come together as a team and work on something together. So a lot of benefits. To that. I'm going to one up the one upper here. One up me. One up. Option me. three. Mm -hmm. There's a third option. You, you go aside, you process the anger. You figure out why you're getting angry. Basically, you solve it within yourself. You come up with the solution. You come forward. You say, I was angry. But here's, here's how we're going to move forward. Right? Yep. But that's also good. Also, I like what you said, too, about um, being able to, like, you know, what would you say? Like, uh, take your pride or, like, like swallow your pride. Swallow your pride. You but it's also like the balancing act of like, you don't want to swallow your pride and then beat yourself up for getting angry. But it's like, you you have to like swallow your pride, being humble while also respecting yourself and appreciating yourself. It's like this, it's this balancing act. And actually that's something that this tool is going to help you to mm -hmm. deal with all of these conflicting emotions. Like if you have all of these emotions, you're angry, you're sad, you're ashamed, for getting angry and then maybe you're depressed or like whatever it is, you have all these different things and they're conflicting and you have all this inner conflict. This tool is going to clear all of that up. It's going to solve all of those different issues in a beautiful, loving way. Very wholesome way. It's amazing. And yeah, so anything that we say here, you know, in regard to, you know, swallow your pride or, or take a step back or, you know, like anything like that, nothing ever, 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 especially with this tool we're going to talk about this week, ever implies you're beating yourself up ever. <sighs> This tool, right? <laughs> Foundationally, we talked about honesty, patience, and self-love. Self-love is one of those foundations for this tool, right? So no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're approaching, you know, even if you're like Brad said, like swallowing your pride and, you know, it could be swallowing your pride and, you know, just saying you're sorry to someone. It could be mm -hmm. saying, you know, I was wrong. This was a me thing that doesn't imply a lack of respect for yourself. And it is not a moment to beat yourself up. 
right? To say, hey, this is a me thing. I want that to be a moment of confidence for you, not a moment of shame, not a moment of anxiety and fear and sadness. You know, I I can't tell you how many problems I caused, right? And once I was aware that I caused a problem and I could come to the table, metaphorically speaking, and say, hey, listen, I caused that problem. I, I messed up. That's yeah. on me. Own it. I'm going to fix it. That made me feel good. That made me yeah, feel better. It does. It feels because good. Now I know I can do something about it and I know I can contribute to positive change. feels good to own your problems. It really it does. does. It feels so good to own it's it amazing. and just be like, yep, this is me. Because then it's no longer the other person. It's like, mm-hmm. yep, I'm owning this. I'm going to fix it. So let's get a, let's get another, I'll be honest with myself. I will be patient with myself. I will love myself. You don't have to write it down, but just driving that in further. Just say it, say it. If you're alone or say it or think it to yourself, write it down again, whatever it is. Judy sharing. I'm excited about learning this. I've already seen such progress with what you've already taught. And I'm really looking forward to learning more. That's awesome. Judy, everything that we teach, when you take action on it, you're, you're going to see little bits of progress. Now, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like immediate, something like the butterfly hug, one of our recovery toolbox tools, it's going to be like literally immediate. And then other things, it's going to be a little while. It could be a couple of days, a couple of weeks, depending on what you're implementing, but all of it is action-based. That's, that's what we're all about because we want you to make progress. We have no yeah. other agenda other than to make you make progress or to help you yeah. uh, make progress. So that's awesome, Judy. And a testament to you because you've been showing up and you've been putting mm-hmm. in the work. So give yourself a huge pat on the back for that. And every day that you show up or every day that you watch a replay, whatever it is, what we're doing without you even knowing it is we're shifting your beliefs. We're shifting your foundational beliefs about yourself, about recovery, about the world. We're shifting them from kind of this more like that we both had more painful, you know, whether it's like, you don't like yourself or you don't believe recovery is possible, whatever that is, we're shifting those beliefs. Um, so if you're ever listening to a coaching session and you feel some emotion come up, um, because we say, Hey, you can do this, or you think it is possible, or, you know, we tell you to say, Hey, I will love myself through this process. I will be patient with myself. And that brings some emotions up. You want to allow those emotions to come up because Without you even knowing it, you're starting to do some processing. You're mm-hmm. starting to do some sh- shifting. So Judy, even though we haven't gotten into like the processing tools yet, you've been doing a lot of processing. You've been doing a lot of growth and it's easy like to separate, you know, you know, mindset routines, processing into nice clean pillars. But when you're doing mindset, you're doing processing. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're doing routines, you're doing some processing because you got to be nice to yourself, you know, which is also you're bringing in the mindset. So like you're, you're processing and you're changing throughout this whole process. Um, and you've been doing an awesome job. So if you're, if you're showing up, if you're putting in the work, you you're growing, you're reaching towards that, towards that goal. We're doing sneaky processing. Sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) Bonnie sharing. After I got the hang of everything, doing one to two hours a day, I was able to start putting in approximately 15 plus hours a week for a Mm -hmm. while and healed my three major triggers slash traumas. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Uh, They did coaching together and Bonnie crushed it. I mean, she crushed it. Bonnie was someone who was able to willing and able to put that time in and chip away at that hundred hour goal very quickly. I mean, the yeah. scheme of things very quickly, you think about 15, more than 15 hours a week, right? That's a lot of time to put yeah. in, but with all that time you put in, you get so much back, mm-hmm. so much back on the, on the other end there. So Bonnie currently holds the record to, I think fastest. Well, I, we didn't track ours. Kayleen, she moves really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I think she got a hundred hours in a weekend which is impossible.
But if anybody could do it, it's Kayleen. But Bonnie holds the record for most hours in a week that I coached with and uh, fastest to 100 hours. She crushed it. You crushed it. I wish you could I'm put like a little you. crown on your yeah. on your photo. Like a processing crown. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Right? Yeah, I think I might hold the record for most hours in a week. But what do you think? What do you think you did? I have to go back. I probably have a journal somewhere that I could actually a lot. Five hours a day? More than that. Way, hours, way more. Seven than hours? That. Probably like between ten and twelve. Ten and twelve hours a day yeah. of processing? Yeah. Awake? Awake? Yeah. Most of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. You knew that. Well, I, I don't know. We call that a healing vacation. When you're able for to for a put week, a whole week, that seven much days. Time in. I, I know it was like four. Like the four day one. It was like four or five days. Okay, yeah. But still, that's like four, 40, 50 hours. That, yeah, but then you still did stuff the right, other days. Right, right, that's right. true. <laughs> so like 50, 60 hours, oh. seventy hours. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if I was able I can't to beat that. 100 in a week, but. So let me ask me, what about fears? So this, this tool is a great tool. We typically, when it comes to it, like a jumping off point for like what we're going to process with this tool, which is a good question, uh, which we'll answer throughout the week, but is we use emotions as a jumping off point. So emotions themselves. So mm. fear, anger, anxiety, and you can even use physical sensations in your body. So where mm -hmm. you hold those emotions in your body. So you might even be holding tension and not even know what the emotion is or feel emotional necessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, but we can use that as a starting point. Now, that being said, that's not the only starting point. And here's where as we build the skill, you'll be able to use this tool in a lot of different ways. And you might know you have a specific fear and be able to go in and do this process with that kind of agenda in mind, if that's specifically what you want to work with mm -hmm. rather than typically how we start is like, we'll work with whatever's here. If that makes sense. So we, we'll kind of get to that and that it will be something that you can build on as you get more comfortable with this tool. Yeah. And with this tool in particular, like Kayleen mentioned before she touched on this before you are in a more detached place. But when I say detached, it's you're actually in a very grounded place. You're grounded in your true self, right? Which That's is, a better word. Yeah. But it's also detached. You're detached from yeah. the emotions. Your, your emotions are detached, but you're grounded in your true self. So you're not dissociating or anything like that can be misconstrued in that way. So you're detached. Like you're, you're able to like see that you're separate from your fear, right? So the fear is not you. The fear is a part of you. You are grounded in your true self and it's that separation that it makes this process so, I don't want to say peaceful at times, but it's so non-invasive, so not scary. It's like, you're not feeling the fear. You're seeing the fear. You're and then you're talking with the fear to see why that part of you is afraid. But this is what we're going to kind of dive in tomorrow. I'm getting into like kind of the theory behind protectors um, and how it works, but this is beautiful for anything you're, you're, you're scared about because you're grounded in love, right? And you're basically going to see these different parts of yourself. Um, and you're going to be having conversations with them expressing, I mean, from that grounded 
true self, unconditional love, unconditional accepting place, right? So the first step is getting grounded in that. And then that's how you're approaching all these other things. So this scared part of you, you're going to be able, be able to go up to it and embrace it if you want, hug it if you want, but um, show it love, right? Tell it that it's safe, accept it. Say it doesn't have to be afraid anymore. And then hear from it and listen. And it's such a amazing tool. So like you're not feeling it um, per se. Like there, there might be certain emotions that you choose to feel because you want to process those emotions because you want to let those emotions emotions out, but it's always a controlled, it's always a controlled environment, right? And that's the beautiful thing about this too, is like you are always in control. If it ever gets out, out of hand, you're always in control, right? And that's by nature how, how the tool works. And again, we'll explain how, how all of it works, but it can be scary to, you know, get started into this processing, but this is the best, best tool to start. The best way to start. And know that there's always going to be a little bit of discomfort because you're going to be trying something new. Discomfort is good. You don't know, right? Like, cause you've never done it, which is impossible. It's out of your comfort zone. (laughs) It's impossible. Just by nature. Right, right. Right. And if, if what Brad was expressing and saying, like, you can talk to this and you can hug it and do whatever you want. If none of that made any sense, that's okay. We're it probably shouldn't have, if you've never heard of protectors yeah. uh, before. So we're going to get into that as the, the week kind of continues and that will eventually make sense. You know, if you just kind of hear that, right. And you're like, wait, what? Like what? Yeah, it's, it's weird. very confusing. It's a little bit weird. Again, open mind and lean into this and work with it. Try it. And then it, it'll all kind of click into to play. So if that didn't make any sense, it's okay. Cause we haven't explained it yet, but we will, uh, as the days kind of continue here. Yeah. But who's willing to do something and try something that might be a little weird, but really works and has helped people process some of the most intense dramas. Like who's willing to try and, something. And okay. It's a little weird and complex, right? And complex. And that's this where we were a at. Beautiful one for it's complexities. So easy. It's so easy to judge things, right? And be like, oh, this is weird, or this is this is crazy or kooky or whatever it is. But man, it freaking works. So yeah. So but yeah, like Kaylee said, it, it does manage complexity. Oh my gosh. Well, that's the beautiful thing about this tool. Oh. There's so many things that are beautiful about it, is you can start really, really simple. You can get results very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And you can move from simple things to complex things. You can do this so non-invasively that you could do it. I mean, basically sitting in front of someone else, like you can't do it while you're having a conversation with someone else. Cause that would, you wouldn't be focused. Right. Um, but you can, you can do it in that way. You can choose what emotions that you want to feel that you let in. Like it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. And yeah. what you're really doing in, as in a foundational way is you're building basically a relationship with yourself. And that's really, really cool because as much as like, you want to bring self-love into this process and it's a, an essential piece to bring in, this process is also going to help you to cultivate that more and more at a much, much deeper level. So it's mm-hmm. really a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. And if you guys remember from when we talked about self-love, we said, we talked about becoming your own best friend. And this is the ultimate way to love yourself on all levels, top to bottom, everything from from the best to the worst from the you know most peaceful to the most painful, um, this is the way that you're going to be able to love and accept and understand all the parts of you. It's going to be amazing. And Judy says, "I want to. I want to know it all now. Patience is so hard." 
I it's it's going to be life changing. I'm glad you're excited. Um, I was hoping to instill some excitement today because it is so powerful. It's changed my life in ways that I couldn't even imagine. Um, it's helped me uncover things that I didn't even know were there, and solve problems that oh my gosh, it's it's wild. It's wild. I'm just, just pick keep- on Brad for one second. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm easy to pick on. <laughs> there was a short There's period so of time things. where he was like, I, I, I think we should get rid of this from the program completely. Right. And he was like, I just, I don't like it. I don't feel like it's necessary, which I, you know, I remember having that conversation and being like, he, he's not gonna, he's not gonna, he's not gonna like get rid of this from the program. Like this is so important. Right. And reminding him how important it was, but, uh, and then, just, just remembering kind of all the work, you know, sometimes the more and more you get displaced from it, you can, you can forget how much work was put in and, and what that work looked like and how important certain things were. So I just want to pick on you just for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Now well, we're doing it this whole week on it and it is so, so powerful for so many reasons. Well, I realized I got like a deeper understanding of it. Um, in the beginning, when we first, you know, we're using it, it was the sim- like a simplified version, which works really well mm-hmm. on some things. Mm-hmm. But then as I started practicing it more, started learning about it more, I was able to go so much deeper. I was able to go so much deeper and then it was life-changing, you know? And that's what we're going to be talking about this week. We're going to be talking about kind of like very simple versions and we're going to be talking about a little bit more complex ones. But at the end of the day, you're going to get it all. Okay. So that's what we have for you. Amazing, amazing job today. I want to keep now, going. I can keep going sure, and teach the whole thing. Right make now. sure now. So now it's his favorite thing, like in the world is why I want to pick on him because yeah. he was like, we should get rid of it. And I had a, I had to advocate how important <laughs> it was. And now he's like, he's like, I just want to teach protect. I don't think that actually ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just made it up. All right. So amazing job with this content here today. We have an amazing week planned for our processing bootcamp week. So make sure you stay involved either by showing up live or making sure you are getting the replays and watching the replays, because this is, again, we're going to build off of what we talked about before, meaning Tomorrow, you're going to need to know the content that we talked about today. On Thursday, we want to make sure you've seen Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday's content. So this all builds off of itself to make sure that you have the best experience uh, possible with your processing and with this tool specifically. Hmm. So amazing job. That's what I have for you today. I cannot wait to see you tomorrow bright and early. I have one last thing. He has one last thing. I want to I I I get one last, again, in your mind, on a paper, whatever it is. I will be honest with myself. I will be patient with myself. I will love myself through this process. That's the mindset we want you to bring through. And that's it. That's and I, I did say. try to get Chyla to come say hi, but he. Oh, he is out. He's not. He has shown his age. He's not he has, interested. What do you call it? Snaggletooth? Oh, yeah. He's got a little like a. It's like know, a loose like a, uh, canine. You know, they have like a. The, have you ever seen Nanny McPhee? I think so. And. I forget who plays her, but they like dress her up. And so she has like a wart and she has like a snaggle tooth and like uh, something with her eye or something. And as the kids get nicer and kinder and, and more loving, basically not, mm. not judge her based on her appearance, those things start to go away. And at mm. the end you, you see, she's just this like gorgeous woman. And it's all about how like beauty's underneath the surface. Anyway, he has a snaggle tooth. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it's just like hanging there. Yeah. So. But he didn't want to say hi. But we love you all. We believe in you. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow. And uh, we'll sign off.
Yes. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye, everyone.